Welcome to Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. And we are an army that's going forward. And my name is Ron Clayton. I'm your host today on Travel Tuesday, along with an incredible gentleman who has walked the walk in life. You hear people that talk about people who are amongst leaders and you think about it guys like rick and brenda reese a couple they've taken their life and they've committed to serving they've taken their life to not only serving but walking the walk demonstrating that you can have a a positive life in faith with faith and touch other people's lives and what today is all about on travel tuesday is i was thinking about this cave it was like a revelation came to me this morning as i'm preparing for the show And we call this Travel Tuesday because it's really part of a vision. And, of course, vision, the word vision is scriptural. God wants us to have a vision. He wants us to have a dream. He wants us to looking, thinking forward. And not where we are, but where we can be. And he blesses that. He endorses that. So when we turn around and realize that we are worthy, no matter where we are at in our life or where we've been, Part of growing and becoming what he'd like us to become is to have a vision. And then doing that, we get involved in a program, a process, a methodology with a tool to accomplish that. And I will tell you that I wandered in the world doing this and doing that and trying different things. I thought one time I was going to be able to do it in the corporate world. Um, multiple times I found out that the corporate world has no loyalty, corporate world has no he was like him, a firm grip on an empty bag, to tell the truth. And so what we learned from a, a mentor that gave us great wisdom, and then Rick Reese came into our life, and now he, we're taking it to the next level. So, Rick, I want to welcome you this afternoon to our show, and uh, we'll probably expand upon those thoughts, but that just moved me this morning, realizing that as we have a dream, we become creative in our life. And we find ways to make it happen, but we're involved with other people. We're socializing. We're not living our life in the text method. You can indicate information on a text. You cannot build a relationship on a text. Your whole dad is a firm grip on an empty bag. So, Rick, welcome. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. It's so good to be on the show. And uh, welcoming in 2024. 
which is going to be an awesome year, by the way. Jubilee. (laughs) I believe it's Jubilee. Jubilee. I believe that, you know, the year of Jubilee. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's It's amazing because anytime you actually travel, right, you're in Jubilee. I was thinking about, yeah. you know, yourself and how you're going to be uh, doing some rehab in Mexico. <laughs> and, uh, on, you know, that is amazing to be able to. I know you have your your procedure here coming up here in January. Is that January? And then going January down to Mexico. We'll have a new chassis, getting a new knee. A new chassis, a new knee, January, and then being able to go down, and uh, and that's a whole that's a whole category of travel, medical tourism. You know, you wonder why well, people I, don't I, see that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's because all the confusion that's thrown at them on day to day. We were talking about that last night. The TV, the radio, the media, their whole thing is all about confusion and leaves people, you know, when you have confusion, it's sort of like being in a pond, not quite know for sure that you know how to swim, and so you're trying to tread water. The sense and the feeling that you get in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit is not a sense of security. When you are dreaming and you're planning and you're envisioning, you not only have security, you have power. You are moving. You're not standing still. You're not treading water. You don't have time to. What? Confusion. Who is the author of confusion? <laughs> the enemy. Uh, I won't call him any more than that because he doesn't deserve a title. Right. The author of confusion. Ben and I was talking about that this morning. And you know, we we look at especially before we moved to Charleston, we look at a lot of uh, positive videos on YouTube. You know, Joe Dispenza and, uh, and different different motivational speakers that uh, we, just, we just love watching on YouTube and hearing different stories of success and, and the principles of success and the principles of staying happy and focused and all those things that you can learn you know, as opposed to going down the path of confusion, even on YouTube. You know, there's a lot of confusion on YouTube. And, um, and but being able to br- reel it in. So Brendan and I was talking this morning, and, uh, and uh, a couple of days ago, I was thinking about confusion and how it distract. it's an addictive distraction from the truth as a statement that, you know, I was just thinking about confusion is an addictive distraction from the truth and, and how people can go down that road of confusion, which is unending and addictive. And, uh, and it continues to the next point of confusion, the next point of confusion, the next, and it takes people down a road. And so, Brendan, I was just talking about that this morning and monitoring the things that we watch, we ingest, realizing that, you know, some things feed and some things, you know, an ad, 
some things feed and subtract. <laughs> Confusion is one. And we said, okay, now that we're settled in, in, in uh, Charleston, now it's time to get back on in the rhythm of, you know, positivity and coming down to the real world again. You know, it's like when we was moving from Colorado to Charleston, we was in like a trance to get it done. And, uh, and, and we moved in August, and we really just started coming out of it, I think, in December, you know, uh, late November, December, actually probably more mid-December, and now we're back into another, into the rhythm, you know, of life, of positivity, of getting back on track, of coming down to the real world, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, and this show is part of that. It's amazing the things that you add in your life, how it, how it centers you. Ron, this show centers me, you know, back into a rhythm of life. And, um, and even before the show, I was looking at, and we've done the research before on the health benefits of travel. And you know, let's talk you don't know that. what you let's don't. Let's talk about that, Rick. Right? Can we talk about? Can uh, we talk ahead. about that? Yes. Well, go I mean, ahead. You know, we we have a privilege that we can share. You know, a privilege is really good, but it really is good when you can share it and have other people take advantage of it. Well, that is one of the single greatest benefits that what we have tied into that we have available to us. And through this show and in the world, there is a program that we can share. What we'll talk about today, it's called Surge 365. And uniquely, it positions somebody to get the benefit of better health. Now, that has to be attractive to everybody, number one. Number two, how about if you do certain things, you can so you can prevent from having a heart attack or a stroke, about over 30%. If you do this one thing, you take a vacation. Now, the, wow. Doesn't that, I mean, you have to convince somebody to get, to, if I can prevent having a heart attack or stroke, I do this on vacation, I won't have it. I have a less lucky chance of it happening in my life. And, you, you know, just to do that, it's worth, from that alone, that one single thing can make life bigger, better, and longer for anybody. Now, that's because taking a week vacation every year religiously, and I say that religiously because we use that word because people say when you do it religiously, you know you're committed to it. So we make that available to people as a result uh Two years back, just after COVID, we went to Florida. And the first part of the week, we stayed and we went on a vacation. We went to Disney. Stayed on Disney my entire life. I never stayed on the property of the, the Disney World. We always stayed at well, Red Roof Inn or some of the cheapest place we could get. Um, we go with my sister and brother or friends. But we'd always go to the cheapest place we could get. And we found a great deal because we're now travel agents. We have that deal. And we stayed on the property. But what was really cool, Rick, 
we were awarded a seven-day stay of our choice anywhere in the world, thousands of locations and cities and places, a seven-day stay at a resort. We stayed at the Embassy Suites Resort, not a hotel, Embassy Suites Resort, outside the gate at Disney. And we stayed there for four days, and the only thing I had to pay for was $14 for parking. (laughs) And we had this extended stay, so we took a six-day vacation to a 10-day vacation. It's paid for. It's paid for. Amazing. Amazing. What's terrible about that is we've collected this, you know, every year because we own our travel business, we get a reward, a stay, seven-day stay. Or they can negotiate and say there's a little better or different things that you want to take advantage of, so they offer different timelines. But you get up to a seven-day stay in a resort free as a bonus. And we got that. We now accumulated five. We had six, but we used that one. So now we haven't used them the last two years. <laughs> so we've got them stacked up, and we, the only problem we have is we can't figure out when we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bragging. Everybody, everybody can have that. Anybody can have that, Rick. I know, huh? That's amazing. We're in the health amazing. business. Did you realize we're that you were in the health business? business? We're, I, I do. I do. And I take advantage of it. And I was just looking at, as you was talking, you know, some of the benefits of travel, and you kind of touched on it, lowers your risk of heart disease. Lowers your risk by about 30% when you vacation. Boosts your immune system. Lowers your stress. Just think about how you feel. And, Ron, I always think about you, Linda. I I guess it was in Mexico, and you were saying how the the gentleman brought you different drinks on the beach while you guys was out on the sand and looking at the water and the sunset. Yeah, my wife had a non-alcoholic. She chose a non-alcoholic daiquiri. Not one, not two. Well, he came a third time. <laughs> just, ma'am, would you like? I had a non-alcoholic got, beer. I like Heineken. Right, and, and so you was out there, and they're bringing it to you. The sand, yeah. the surf, the fun, the food, and they're bringing it to you. And uh, would you like another? Which was, and you're there in the environment, and you know you hear the kids over there, or if it's adults, you hear you know you just you're just in the midst of of just ah peace, and so you can imagine how it reduces your stress, and we always catch a good sunset, you know, on vacation. That's like one of the major things that uh, that we intend to do. I mean, we're intentional about it catching a good sunset. And I'll even mistakenly sometimes wake up and catch a good sunrise. I know when we was in in, um, Jamaica, Don Brewer, you met Don Brewer. Her husband and I, you know, he's out there like, like, hey, let's, let's catch a sunrise tomorrow. So he comes out early. I come out early and uh, on the resort 
and it was a Holiday Inn resort in Montego Bay, and beautiful resort. And the sun's just coming up. And, uh, you know, so I came at first. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm up early. Oh, what's going on? I wonder if he's out there. I come out there. He's there. And uh, and we're on this pier that jets out into the water and watching the sun rise. And he takes pictures and I take pictures. And uh, and catching the sunrise and catching the videos. And, uh, and you know, and hearing the seabirds. And, and, uh, and everything is just kind of waking up and uh, at the resort. And just being there in the moment, you can imagine lower stress, increased happiness, and just how you feel. I know Brenda, she loves it because she doesn't have to do anything. She doesn't have to cook, (laughs) clean, (laughs) none of those things that you normally have to do in a household. She's just there just enjoying and uh, I know, Ryan, you guys talk about when you was, um, I guess, at the Palladium, and they have the little the little boat that comes out that you can jump in, and it takes yeah, you to all the restaurants, we, and you guys went to the steak restaurant. Well, yeah, it was really cool. Our, we we stayed in, they have, I think there were seven or eight, I'll call them buildings. They were three stories, and every floor had 25 rooms. Suites, not room, suite. Had a balcony and had a jacuzzi tub on the balcony. We had a tub that we got in it, and it was funny. Uh, when we got together with everybody in the morning, uh, I remember Coach saying, asking the question, did anybody have trouble getting out of the pool, out of the tub? These tubs are high <laughs> on each end, and you can get in them. We don't think about this. You just get in, but when you're out, there's no handles. You can't get out. And finally, Linda was going to call someone and said, don't you dare. And I, I got up on it, and I rolled like a whale. I was a beach whale. <laughs> and I rolled over to the side and fell on the floor. It doesn't, doesn't hurt that it's nice and hot. <laughs> didn't get out of the tub. <laughs> we were, you know, we suffered. We, we suffered, dearly. Yeah, suffering a at training. a high level, high level of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first day we got there, we got late. Our we our plane came in late, so when we got to the uh, complex, the Grand Planning Complex, which is a closed environment, walled city, let's call it, and um, it's guarded, so you're secure, you're safe, it's wonderful, and um, you don't lift a finger. Well, we got there late, and we didn't want to go down to the restaurants. You know, we're gonna have to get dressed up, and uh, we didn't have to, but we wanted to because it's the first night of our big vacation. And that, it was like, you know, all our friends and you guys, where everybody was there. And, you know, you made it a little special that night. We didn't feel like it. So we just picked up the phone and we called and we had a multi, <laughs> multi, you know what they call that? Um, uh, two, um, we had um, pasta, we had uh, chicken, uh, shrimp, we had a meal, an Italian piece. A bottle oh, of wine. We had Italian wow. garlic toast. We had we had Flamoni dessert. Wow. We had a whole five course meal. That's what it was. Oh, it okay. Because <laughs> we didn't need food. And you know what? There wow. weren't any prices on the menu. There were no prices on the menu. We could have had steak that's... or lobster, but we just thought, let's just have steak. Oh my gosh! You know, it's the food. Live. 
Oh, my goodness, yes. Right. I like, you know what the word I use now to describe how we feel when we get there? And, you know, you're, you're relaxing. I like to the words, use the word limp. I'm limp. I just have near time about being stressed, no stress, no nothing. We become limp. We just are so relaxed. We are so at peace. And, you know, we, we, we pray about it. We pray on when we're there, and we thank God for the blessing of it happening in our life. And it's just so, so wonderful. And you know what was really cool, Rick? The people that were the employees of this complex, I would tell you that they were absolutely the best of any place we've ever been in our life, ever. Nice. They treated you not just like gold or, well, they treat you with respect, and they respect themselves. And, you wow. know, it's a very comforting way to live. It's not something we see day to day when you're pushing and shoving through the stores and trying to get away and get places and that. Nothing like that. No wonder you that's get they, a better sense of health. That's why they say travel is like prayer. And the feeling that you get from from traveling is like the feeling you get after you pray. Like you said, just being able to relax. You know, to relax, relate, release. <clears throat> and uh, and travel is like that. You know, because after you come back, and so it says increase happiness. Travel increases happiness. <laughs> so... <laughs> Ron is the master of guy burgers, okay? <laughs> I'm the master of Ron, Ron took a picture of me. We took, he took a picture of me with a guy burger. <laughs> that was stacked. I come around the corner. There's Ron. Pose, Rick. <laughs> I got the guy burger on a plate. Fries, Guy Burger, I mean, and uh, and it's stacked. You know, they have the little stand there, a little cart where you can put all kinds of different toppings on there. And I was like, oh, man, you can't put them all, Rick. You can't put them all. <laughs> I come around the corner, Ron's got the camera. Snap! He takes the picture, and I have the picture. <laughs> <laughs> and so it but the, the feeling of the happiness and everybody around you is happy. Everybody around you is out of that work mode. You know, like you said, bumping into people and trying to do this and clawing and scratching and that. Everybody is relaxed. The other thing promotes physical activity. I mean, you'll do things that you never thought you was going to do. You walk here, walk there. And um, hold on, let's see here. We're coming back. Walk here, walk there, and uh, next thing you know, you walk further than you you walk when you're home. And uh, and you're trying different things and going different places and seeing different sights, and the adrenaline starts to flow. So you may have had a bum knee or whatever, whatever, but when the adrenaline starts to flow, you're caught up. You know, when you see, like, the eight wonders of the world or whatever, you see whatever thing. Of, 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 even when we went to Niagara, 
and we we've been to Niagara. We brought the kids there way back when, and went on the uh, it was amazing the mist, and uh, you know the kids there. We had our little ponchos on for all the mist. But this time when Linda took us, you know, and you took us, and uh, and we saw it from the Canadian side, and we were like, wow. And then you took us up to Niagara on the lake, and we went to the Pillar and the Post in their garden. We saw all the flowers and and just how beautiful and sunny everything looked. You know, that affects you. You know, even me just talking about it now, I'm feeling how I felt back then. (laughs) And uh, just relax. And, Ron, thank you for, you know, being the driver and waiting in the car while we were doing all these things, and you know, you didn't find a parking spot, but you was able to just wait and we go and we do it and take, I take some pictures and get back in the car. And then of course, going to the bakery. Uh-huh. On the lake. Going to the funny bakery. Time. I know funny Linda's time. got. <laughs> you got the funny time. The butter tarts and the, the Portuguese tarts and, are the yeah Portuguese tarts and oh my lord you talk about good stuff we're happy and then then it talks about boost creativity and how you can boost your creativity that's why just working on a job working on a job you got to at least take one vacation and see that's one of the great things that was recognized in Surge three six five is that Americans don't take vacations like they should. Even their seven days, typically, that they'll get per year, they don't take vacations. Members of Surge 365, and that's why they did the whole seven-day vacation deal, where we get a included in the membership, and you've been a member for 12 months consecutive, you have seven-day vacation stay. That's what you was talking about when you went down to Disney. Normally, you get the red roof in, <laughs> but this, you guys stay at the embassy suites where they have the omelets in the morning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know if you had a chance to do their omelets, but they're just made to order in the morning. Breakfast. Yeah, we actually just did that. Oh, on our trip you know, to uh, from Colorado, on our move from Colorado to uh, to Charleston, we stayed at a hotel every night. And in Dallas, we stayed at the Embassy Suites. So just so I can uh-huh. have the experience of the omelet. <laughs> but boost creativity. So when a person goes on vacation and they come back to the office setting, they're just energized. You know, they're in a whole different space. And the trick is not to let it wear them down again. But they have a boost of creativity. That's why we say people get that promotion. When they're taking regular vacations, they're getting that promotion because they're in a whole different mindset. And, uh, and that's so important. But, uh, wow, we're, we're in the right place at the right time with the right people. Hey, Rick, can I jump in for a minute? Sure. Absolutely. Hello. You know, you talk. Hi, guys. You know, you're talking about that going on vacation and creativity, and you don't know what ends up happening. Well, you know, when I went to Buffalo, 
I met an, got involved with an organization. And I ended up creating my own organization and it creating just a new whole new business line based off of the, a vacation. Wow. Found a, a new direction, a new purpose. I mean, you know, like did a whole 180 by spending one vacation, one weekend. That's amazing. That's amazing. It was always there, but it took you going to a whole other place in your in the whole you know mindset that saw it because it was always there. But you go on vacation, and all of a sudden you say, "Hmm." See, that's why it's akin to prayer because it brings you into a whole other state of of mental health, you know. And mental health is really big now. In fact. That's that should be part of your program. You should take us on trips, Mary. <laughs> As part of well, the program. If we get a sponsorship, yeah. Yeah. As part of the program for your mental health, you need to come on this trip and um and you know and you can plan different exercises to do on the trip. Well, one of the companies, ironic as you say that, that is working on um, coordinating with me and affiliating with me is the Freedom Flight out Mm. of Minnesota and North Dakota. That's right. Wow, that's, that's huge. Say what they do. What do they do? What Freedom Flight does is it takes veterans that, fought in big battles, well, not all big battles, but a lot of them are bigger battles, and letting them go to the sites like um, Normandy, um, D.C., going to Arlington Cemetery for free. It takes veterans and gets them to different areas to be honored or to go and see other veterans that they've served with and connect them together. And it's all donated by airlines, um, hotels, everything's taken care of for them. Wow. Imagine taking the veterans back to Vietnam. You know, the different battles <clears throat> that they uh, that they fought in, in Vietnam and being able to do that tour of North Vietnam and um, and just to go back to the different places. For many of them, and I know you, you can talk to this, that's a closure. You know, that's a point of closure for many of the veterans that they can do the full circle. I experienced trauma here, you know, whatever battle, whatever situation, and then being able to come back and get that closure. You know, if you lost a friend or, you you know, something happened. The, the cool part was keeps... one of the stories was mm-hmm. there was a 95-year-old veteran from the Battle of, of um, the Falls in Normandy. And they actually, the Freedom Flight set it up so that he could actually end up in Normandy the way he came the first time, which was by air. He got to jump out of the plane and land on the beach the way he did the first time. Wow. At 95. 
at 95. Travel has to be integrated in people's lives. It, it has to be. To take them out of the, the norm, you know, the daily, okay, here we go, you know, doing the same things every day, you know, for the work, for work period, you know, coming home, doing the same thing, the same routine. Travel is a jump start out of that routine. Like you said, being able to have the creativity to um, something that was always there, but the travel puts you in a whole other state to be able to see it. It was blinded. It was in that blind spot and uh, where you actually could see it. New ideas, you know, breaking out of the routine. That's necessary in life. That's necessary in life. And, of course, I've been on, what, 36 cruises. It's necessary. (laughs) It's necessary in life. You know, we went dog sledding in Alaska. And who goes dog sledding? And on one of the cruises, the free cruise, 15-day Western Europe cruise, that we took um, because Brenda completed the uh, Prince's Prince's online training for Princess Cruises. They have an online training that you can complete, and she became a Commodore. I mean, it's an extensive program, I mean, training program, uh, but once she completed it, a free cruise for two, complimentary cruise for two, anywhere they cruise. And they, you know, once you get the, the book knowledge, they want you to experience the product, the cruise. And we found a 15-day Western Europe cruise that we went on. And <laughs> Ron, we booked it so fast we didn't realize it, it, that it was a transatlantic crossing and didn't come back to the States. There <laughs> 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 up. So Brenda said when she found it, because normally those longer cruises are gone. And so when she found it, you know, we were like, hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Book it. And, um, and so she booked it. And then when we were looking at it, it was like, I don't think this comes back to the States. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, how do we get home? But we booked it. Leaving out of Fort Lauderdale, it hit the Azores, Portugal, Spain, Paris, London. Then they bust us up to Stonehenge, the prehistoric site with the big stones. And uh, and it ended there. And then we're like, okay. And then we took a bus and came back to Heathrow, and we found a bus that was going to the military base over there in in England. And so we took the bus to the military base and we stayed on base for about a week. And uh, we just toured London and just had fun. We made the best of the situation. And then while we were over there, we said, hey, let's go over to Germany. Let's catch a hop, a military hop, and go over to Germany. 
long story short, we took about what, five weeks, six weeks. <laughs> and so we take a military hop, or we tried to get a military hop. Something was going on, so we had to take a commercial flight through Belgium. And uh, the Belgium airport, huge airport. Chocolate. All these stores. And, and so, Ron, that's where <laughs> let me tell you a chocolate story. Belgium chocolate. So you know, we was in the store. I bought every flavor <laughs> of Belgium chocolate in this store. No free samples, <laughs> like when you guys went. But I bought, and then we went on to Ramstein. We were in Germany at the Lint Chocolate Factory. I know. Jeez. So we went to Germany, took a train down from from uh, from Frankfurt to Ramstein. Took about an hour. And we stayed in Ramstein military base there. They gave us a four-bedroom place to stay. This is Brenda and I. And we stayed there for another week or so. And uh, we took cruises of the Rhine, ate all the German foods and German pastries. And and uh, about four or five weeks, well, actually five or six weeks we stayed. And, uh, and then finally, Mary, you like this. There was a, uh, a military hop that was coming back to the States, bringing deployed troops back. And uh, it was actually not even a military hop. It was a commercial flight, 747. And uh, we went down to the airport there on base, and, and uh, he said, Rick, you want to jump on this commercial flight? Because they also had a military plane going back. So we had a choice. He says, you want to get on the commercial flight. And he's speaking real slow, like, you better listen to me. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be sitting sideways like you're in a jump seat. And uh, he said, no, get on the commercial flight. They're going to take care of these soldiers coming back. And we did. And uh, so we flew back on the commercial flight back to Baltimore, BWI, snowing in Colorado, so we said, let's take another week, and we flew down to Charleston, <laughs> and, uh, and we stayed another week in Charleston. By the time we got back to Colorado, because we had left from Colorado, the snow had melted, but five or six weeks it was, and I know I couldn't it find changed you. me. I know, right? <laughs> well, Ron, when you first came in to serve, I, I, where's Ron? And Linda, they're over in Europe. <laughs> like, what? How did he know to do that? How did he know to do that? You know, and little did I know. That empowered us. He gave us a tool that empowered us. We, it's things that we had talked about, dreamed about, want to do. And here it is. Here's the opportunity. And instead of sitting on it, we said, let's get going. And we did it. Soon we called uh, into a Viking. I got, I actually got trained to be a specialist. So we got a, you know, a better deal. And we went on that 13-day cruise, went to the Netherlands. We loved the Netherlands. Amsterdam, I go there tomorrow. If you say we got to go, I got my bag packed. No, I'll go without it. I'd be there. I'd jump on that plane be with you right now. We got there. We went on a cruise. We went to, went to Heidelberg, saw the oldest country, uh, 
college in the world. Um, it actually was built in Germany, and the French would boil it up, and the, they had a war with Germany all the time, and they have to rebuild all that. And it was neat. And then we went to a little place called Rumsfeiling, and it was in the Rhine Valley. We went down in the valley of this um, um, little village, and it was all Christmas shops. And we had we did uh, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline to an Umpa Band, and everybody was like a commercial. You see that TV now. And it was a riot, and we had so much fun with the people on the cruise. There were only 190 of us on the whole ship. Wow. And river cruising is fabulous, and it's very intimate. And, uh, you know, you, like all cruises, you dump your bags, hang up your clothes in the closet, and live, have enjoy. And uh, mm. I love In fact, I'm recommending some people to do that if I get off this call. They called because they said they were, I'm boarding another car. People called us. And we had people come up to us in church Sunday, and they were at our Christmas open house. And they said, we want to go on a cruise, but we want to go you to come with us. We want you to go on a cruise with us. I mean, I just remember when we first got started, some of the folks we shared this with, well, where do you find customers? I have to close my doors and put those blinds down and close up the, I mean, take the phone off the hook and take the computer off because people are coming out of the woodwork. They all want to yeah. travel, Rick, and we want to have fun in life, <laughs> and we can help do it. We can help them. We can help them. If you want to have fun in life, we can help you. And um, and it really is just recommendation. Now, you can go without surge, or you can go with surge. There's a difference. You can travel as an insider or you can just travel as an outsider, consumer. They're both, they both accomplish the same thing. One's a little cheaper, though. <laughs> well, One not gives only you the a cheaper, little more Rick, access. We had a check in the mail. When we came home on that Viking trip to Europe, we had a check in the mail. They paid us, they paid us a commission on our own trip. We had $800 checks. $800 on your... You see, and that's where people don't really understand that when you travel, someone's getting paid. Why not you? You know, you see people traveling all the time, especially after COVID and being locked down. They have a lot of fun. I mean, it's the same fun. But why not get a check? You know, why not travel as an insider with understanding you know, get special treatment. You know, why not travel as a partner to the travel vendors instead of, you know, a consumer? When I heard that you got a check, and I knew you would get a check, Ron, from your own cruise, I was like, wow, you forget sometimes, you know, that you get paid to do this. We said, get paid to go, potential write-offs on your taxes, Travel wholesale instead of retail. <laughs> that, just for me, but you know what? That doesn't make sense to everybody. That makes sense to us. Well, you know, can I offer one more one more vantage, looking, looking at this from a different vantage? Met a gal in the bank. We just chatted. We, got, we hit it off in conversation, and we just, just created a friendship. And we talked to each other, and suddenly um, 
we got talking about travel business, and she was looking for a way to, uh, I won't say something on eyes. She's looking to, for a career to and uh, so, um, uh, have something, a uh, tool that she could own. She, these were her words on our first conversation. But she, I don't want to say demanded, but she expected whatever she was going to do, she had to own it because she knew the value of ownership. And so we did that, and in the first 30 days, she did the, the she followed the plan, she did the work, she made the effort, and guess what? She got a check for five hundred bucks. <laughs> wow. Wow. And anybody yeah, can do the thing is, there's uh, anybody listening to this call today or in the in, in the rerun or on YouTube or wherever they pick up the show, you can do it too. This is and what most people think, this is this is the issue, Rick. Most people don't understand that when you fit something that multiplies and grows, creates equity, creates value and repetition and expands, they don't understand what they're doing most times does not do that. If it's a job, J-O-B, it definitely doesn't do it. A job will get you paid for Friday. They'll put food on the table, maybe pay for a car payment. But ain't going to do anything other than that, and you can, as long as you can have it. And then even the idea of owning a business is okay, but if it doesn't have the ability to multiply and grow and get behind your two hands, that you get many. You ever heard the saying, many hands make light work? That isn't false. That's a truism. It's true. In fact, mm-hmm. people laugh at that. The fact of the matter is, Anybody who has established and created in their lifetime or in their family's lifetime has created any kind of prosperity, they use this plan. And if they don't use it, they got a firm grip on an empty bag. doesn't matter how good it is what they're doing, how good it is for other people, and it's important to help other people. Believe me, I'm not, not compromising that. That's vital. But in the way this works, you don't have to sacrifice anything from away from what you're doing. Do you have to put invest some in it? Yes. But I'm I spend on my time helping people doing things, uh, putting on Valentine's banquets, um I we do plans, how open houses. We do do things that we can share whatever it is God's blessed us with. That's our life. I'm a Gideon, you're a Gideon. We do things. I'm getting Bibles because a group of two people, friends of ours, are going to Cuba from Canada. And so they're going there next week. I'm getting the Spanish New Testament so they can give the kids because they're willing to take them. And it is illegal. By the way, it's illegal to own a Bible in Cuba. People go, what? That's communism, folks. All you people out there are friends that you know that want to have more like communism, more like these other companies that are paradises. Just think of it. It's illegal to own a Bible in Cuba. So these people are willing to smuggle, take them in, and give them out. Well, I'm helping to put that together. So here's what we're about. The life's passion passion that God has equipped us and installed in us, we're able to pursue it, and because we do it, he opens other doors for us. And those doors, I can tell you, are such fulfilling, enlightening, and depth, our depth of life. People say, well, wait, how do you guys do all this stuff? I don't know. I just do what's 
a lot to do, and I stay in within the realm and the path that God is leading us on, and I work. You were saying you were praying this morning, Rick, and you buy a study. We do the same thing, and it's the difference. And by the way, it's really funny. People say, well, I've got all this, this and this going on in my life. I have sympathy. I have empathy. But frankly, I wonder how much they have taken and dedicated to finding how God wants to help you live better, following his plan, and he's not here to take anything away from us. Somehow people think that if you follow God's plan, you aren't going to be happy or you're not going to get. That's the enemy, and that's a lie. That's a lie. (laughs) I can say that with all confidence and competence and know and live a, I sleep good, you know? Sometimes too much. You know, I nice. too much this morning. <laughs> I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be at the, the pool for therapy, and uh, you know, therapy is a voluntary thing. I go because I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger. I got evaluated. I have a twenty-seven, twenty percent improvement in my mobility and my strength and my endurance yeah. because for sixteen weeks, twice a week, I go for pool. I'd rather, nice. you know, 9 o'clock, I'd rather be in bed. But I don't do that because that doesn't help me get better. So nice. I go there. And then I find out four of the people that either my therapists or people at the clinic, they all want to come to the Valentine's banquet that we're, what we're putting on February 10th. And they're, nice. oh, my goodness, you get all this through that, you do this and this and that. How do you do that, Ron? Aren't you getting a new place? Aren't you going to the hospital in January? I said, yeah. So what they're going to do is strap me on a two-wheeler and move me around the room on Valentine's Day. But we're still putting that program on. My wife thinks I'm nuts. We've done it for 10 years. We've had 40, 80 people in one banquet at a time that have been touched, and we've helped giving them a, a celebration. And winter in Buffalo is not nice unless you're a ski nut. And you can be a ski nut. That's okay. I hate the snow. Give me a good, good, big mug of hot chocolate and buy the fireplace. I'm okay. And watch the Bills win the Super Bowl. I'm okay, you know. Well, guys, you can have the same thing. This is not a bragging show. This is a, folks, you can have everything we've shared and more. It may be different. Your your story may be different. But I want you to know, if you've ever had a sense of peace for anything in your life. It will be get different. A dream, get a tool. And guess what? You can get it, and you're not alone. The good news thing get is most of the stuff every day, we, we, we hear so people true, that are on their own doing things. But what they're not doing is they're working with a team of people to help you do it. That's right. They're trying to just do it on their own. That was one of the greatest benefits of me running into Joel. And, of course, we know there's no coincidences. But uh, running into Joel and then, of course, being able to meet yourself and Linda and all the people on the show, the greatest benefit has not just been travel, but has been being around positive people, like-minded people, pay-it-forward people, you know, people that are looking to make a difference in this world, even if it's just one person at a time, one step at a time. And even like Mary was saying, the travel puts me in a different frame of mind, you know, where I'm thinking, I'm looking, I'm sensing, I'm discerning, 
you know, I'm at it's a higher level. And uh, not just travel, but just being around positive people puts you in a different, gives you a different mental health, you know, from your job, you know, and sometimes from your family. <laughs> and, uh, and I always think about what you did for your, your baby sister, Ryan. I, I know you've got that written down in your journal of how you guys get in their way on a cruise now when, you know, before they had different issues, you know, together and, and relating together, then you take them on a cruise and it opens up. And like Mary was saying, you know, you taking your baby sister and her husband who had challenging relation on a cruise opened up something they didn't see before. And that's the whole thing of travel. You know, and now, you may they're be the to, now they're the lovebirds. Now they're the lovebirds. <laughs> they saw something. Travel opened up something they didn't see. And uh, that's why I say it's like it's almost akin to prayer, you know, putting you in another state where you're, you're able to see something that you didn't see before. Why? Because you slow down. You slow down. You smell the bacon. <laughs> but you slow down. The greatest benefit, I can say for me, you know, um, not just being in travel, but meeting people like yourself, like Mary, like, you know, like Country Boy, all the people on this call and, uh, and others, to the people on our board, the Hope Collection Board, has been the greatest benefit for me and uh, in changing my mindset and expanding my mindset and uh, meeting people like Queen and her family. That has been the greatest benefit for me, you know, because I tell you, that's life. You know, that's what life is all about. Life is about meeting people. Life is about having relationships, positive relationships, and even sometimes negative relationships with people and overcoming obstacles, overcoming challenges. You know, like you said, you've done 10 Valentine's Day events, and um, and you may need a scooter to get around on this one, right? <laughs> this one. But your your mindset, they need what you have. They need that experience. You know, when you said, okay, for the budget for this, God's going to provide. You know, this is what we've done in the past. We haven't had to worry about the budget coming together. We haven't had to manage it down to the, to the nickel, you know, because God opens the door and he provides. And, uh, and then, of course, being able to, to share that with somebody that was working with you, and they're like, Ron, you're crazy. <laughs> you got to plan this out to the inch, you know, penny. And Ron said, watch how this works. <laughs> <laughs> and they go in amazement. Wow. <laughs> well, they, it's go, like, they, they didn't we, know. We, it's like this event. We like to have a band or music or someone sing or, you know, provide some background, you know, while you're having dinner or maybe people like that on Valentine's Day would like to have a dance with their, their spouse. And, um, 
So during that, we, we make arrangements for someone to do that. And we've done the, we have a fellow who used to sing the national anthem for the Buffalo Sabres at the hockey games, you know, okay, okay, and they'll, they'll say, can you see? And he's always in the talks, and everybody in the community knows the guy. Well, he did our he did our Valentine's banquet a couple of years, and what he did is he walked around the room, he had recorded music, and he did like a Jack Jones uh, music fair kind of thing, and had great music, and you know did a little celebrate and or uh, cool in the gang, you know he had um, um, we are family or whatever, all kinds of music for people to be entertained and enjoy. And then we have grand prizes that we get donated for everybody walks away with a prize and they feel special. See, the whole thing, we call this program Celebration of Life and Celebration of Love. And um, we started out and our pastor will just say and open a prayer. I won't do a program without doing that. And so we do that. And then people, my, my, my brother came to us and his wife the first time. He walked in the room. He said, Ron, where's the bar? And I said, well, if you guys would like to buy a glass of wine or something outside, it's, it's a church sponsored event. So, you know, we're not helping to make a bar successful. We're trying to have a celebration of love. Well, they had a good time. In fact, they were the last ones to leave. Wow. Mike says to me, as they're leaving, Ron, you know, we never knew church people would have so much fun without getting drunk. <laughs> Those are his words. Now that was since he did that and said that they've come to five Valentine banquet years in a row. How did we that? make an impression on this guy? Did we help him have a new view on how to live life victoriously and be friends and make new friends? And oh, by the way, he owns he's a um, hairdresser, uh, has a little shop and. He helps people have ladies that have cancer and they lose their hair and he's got a wig shop and he helps people and he's gotten more. I mean, all the benefits, the serendipities of being able to serve people wherever you're at, that's what it's all about. And everybody, I want you to know you can have it all. Don't let anything or entity ever make you think you can't have it all. And there's no, there's no yeah, but remember, you know, if you stay yeah, but long enough, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, you become an ifida. Well, if I had done that, you know, don't become an ifida because someday I'll come along on you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Rick. Yes. Mary. Good luck today, Mary. You're in our prayers. Thank you, Ronnie. Amen. Robert, Amen. hello. I'm sorry. I missed the oak, man. Everybody, we just looked Thank each you, other right up here, it's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, the God mighty Thank right. you. Bye now. <laughs> See you guys. Have a great day.